This is Guided Rebooted, the podcast made for highly sensitive women, empathic women, or women who just have a lot of spiritual gifts. I'm Susan DeVreen, and I'm an intuitive coach, heart whisperer, and a mystic. And in this podcast, I hope to inspire you to explore your own spiritual gifts, get clarity on them, feel validated, and move them forward so that you can feel encouraged to express who you truly are. Welcome. In this next episode of Guided, I'll be interviewing Sabrina Godlin. She is an intuitive and a healer. She connects her clients with their loved ones in spirit, accessing higher states of consciousness for guidance, and provides sacred space for healing through Reiki. As a survivor of childhood trauma, she had been guided by angels throughout her life. Sabrina has been on an awakening journey and loves to guide and support others who are also on their journey. She feels called to connect with others who have gone through similar experiences by providing a supportive and nurturing environment, allowing the opportunity for their personal growth, learning, and transcendence. Sabrina believes we do not have to walk this journey alone, and together we are stronger. She has also written in multiple books about spiritual awakenings and psychic abilities. She is continuously working on her path of self-discovery and loves to share her stories to inspire others to live their authentic truths and reclaim their intuitive power. I'd like to welcome Sabrina. Well, I want to welcome you, Sabrina, to Guided the Rebooted Podcast. Welcome. Hi, Susan. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you here. And I always kick off my episodes with a or especially my interviews with a really simple question. Everybody can answer. Where are you from? (laughs) Well, I'm originally from Switzerland. Okay. And where do you live now? That was really straightforward. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I live now in Canada, in Ontario. Okay. I'm in Hulsberg, a little town in the country. Um, so, well, so you are now in Canada. How many years have you been living there? Exactly 20 years. Wow. That's a long time. Yes. Are you a Canadian citizen now? or I am a Canadian citizen, yeah. Mm. I have been for about 15 years. And what yeah. brought you to Canada? Well, I always had a feeling that I was going to live in a country where we speak English. Okay. And um, I met my uh, ex-husband, actually. Um, in 2000 and no, in, in 1999, yeah, 1999, and he grew up in Canada, so we so took the chance and came back together because <laughs> his was, family went back to Canada. So he, he, his parents, his mother was Swiss, and they moved to Canada when he was one years old. And then they moved back to Switzerland uh, when she got divorced. And that's how we met. Okay. And then when she went back, her son decided, well, he wants to go back to you. And, and I'm like, I'm coming with you. <laughs> Meant to be. <laughs> and I'm here now. So 
Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. So you said you, you said you always had this feeling that you would live in a country, um, speaking English. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of highlighting some, some of your gifts. So tell me a little bit about what you do and how you came to be what, you know, I'm sorry. I don't know your title. (laughs) I just realized. (laughs) Honestly, honestly, Susan, like I don't really go by titles and I, like if you were, if you were following me for the past three years on my social media, you would keep seeing me changing my title over and over again, every couple of months, because I could never decide on anything because every time I decided on a title, I felt like I was limiting myself to the title. You know, I'm like, what the heck am I going to call myself? (laughs) You know? So the thing is, a couple of years ago, I was guided actually during my divorce, guided to start a website. I'm like, what should it be about? (laughs) You know, and I just received all kinds of uh, insights. And then I moved into a house who, um, which is, you know, I mean, you can maybe see it on the top of my ceiling there. I have share roots. Yeah. So there's angels all over the house. There's angel statues imagery the lady that lived here before had a couch full of angels like angel imprinted couch anyway um, my children called it the angel house makes sense so i had my website first at like intuitive intuitive services because i knew i was already reiki one practitioner um but i knew i wanted to take this much further so i called it eventually the angelhouse.ca and um yeah, so this is kind of how it started with um, this whole angel house and becoming uh, an intuitive healer. Um, yeah, I don't even know really what to call myself, but <laughs> you know, during this time, I was I went through a spiritual awakening basically, and I started remembering things from my childhood, um, traumatic things. I had pushed away trauma I'd experienced, and. I also pushed away um, experiences I had with um, angels and spirit when I was a child, so I didn't remember it. Mm-hmm. Um, it all kind of started floating back over the years. And uh, um, yeah, I don't know, like I usually call myself an angelic medium because I've always spoken to angels and I've done spiritual mediumship. Um, and then eventually got into the Akashic Records. This right. is what I'm doing mainly now. which is for me that's the big thing you know but the other things I still do it I still love to do it (laughs) I love this whole angel mediumship too um that's amazing but okay so there's a lot that you can do and maybe that's why I didn't have a title in my head about it because Akashic record reader I knew you were that but we had a conversation before and I was like wow she can do so many things so I really pushed myself because I wanted to know how am I going to do this for other people? Mm-hmm. You know, like me connecting with spirit and um, with angels. Well, that's great, you know, for myself. And it's interesting, you know, and it's kind of cool. when a couple of years later, the information you received from a spirit a couple of years ago suddenly unfolds in reality, which is quite cool. But how can I use this to actually make a little side business or income or, or how can I help other people with that? You know, how can I be of service? That was always the point for me is like, why, why do you have abilities and gifts if you can't actually do anything purposeful with it? Yeah. I right. So I always wanted to know, like, how am I going to make this work so it can, I can actually create uh, a miracle for somebody. Ooh. I pushed myself 
that's a point for me anyways. You know, it's not just about reading somebody's energy. I was never really too much interested in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more about how can I help this person? What does this person need? Um, and usually I find those kind of people will come to me um, who've had, who have like unanswered questions. Um, maybe somebody passed away and it was a, a weird circumstance or they never had any closure, you know, or um, I don't know, something happened in their lives and they're unsure why that they're experiencing it, you know, these kind of things. Yep. And that's really what I'm interested in. So. Wow. Yeah. So let's go back to a little bit into the spiritual awakening, because um, one thing that you said that I think was really key and is in something we talked about prior to the interview is that a lot of us don't, we either, we shove our gifts away for reasons. Like you said, you had some trauma. So that's probably why it got shoved away as well. I don't want to speak on your half, but if you're dealing with trauma, (laughs) yeah, it's usually how we do it. Right. We shut everything away. Um, and what I think my audience is always, um, we're, we're all seekers, right? So mm-hmm. I, I think somebody who has such incredible gifts like you, it's so important for all of us to hear how it happened. You know, how did you come back? So mm-hmm. can you walk us a little through your spiritual awakening? Yeah, well, you know, I always like try to pinpoint when did it happen, you know, but right. honestly, it's, it was always kind of happening, but never full blown happened. Um, I just remember that was I always felt fairly in tune with things, but I was very insecure and unsure of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't trust myself. I also didn't really connect with people, so I would never be able to get confirmation for the things that I was experiencing. So um, uh, about 2012, I think, like the 2000, the dubious kind of 2012 thing, you know what I mean? Right, like that the year. End of the world, all that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> But it was, really thing, the end. Yeah. it was the end of the old world and the beginning of the new world, right? But it's right. hard to pinpoint it, but that's just when the Mayan calendar ended. <laughs> right. That's what we know, right? The yeah. old reality is gone. Now we're unfolding and opening up like a new book, a new reality. Right. Um, but back then I started having very interesting dreams. And usually if you're psychically shut down, if you're you're pushed your gifts away. Usually the way that spirit or your guides will reach you or angels is through your dreams. Because in your dreams, you are not hesitant. You don't have, usually most people don't have control over their dreams, right? They're just kind of like experiencing their dreams. So everything can come in, right? I just talked about this. Eventually you can learn to be lucid dreaming. So you can start to say, no, you get out no, this is my dream, <laughs> you know, yes, yeah. um, it takes right. a while for you to realize that this is something that you can do in your dream. But Just anyway. for a minute, so I can explain that lucid dreaming yeah. is where you wake up in the middle of your dream. Yeah, you're still dreaming. You're still but your dreaming. consciousness will you can start yeah, re- you start to realize, wait a second, this is my dream. <laughs> I'm in control. Just to give I'm the audience an idea. This yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is what yeah. I want to dream right now. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, um, during uh that time I had a lot of uh stuff coming in, like um, and as many times I wasn't really dreaming, I was kind of in between, like kind of about to slip into the dream or I was about to slip into my sleep. 
and I would have stuff come to me like information like um, for example the one night it was somebody was talking to me and I think it was me my future self probably uh, saying that oh you're gonna leave everybody oh. you know and I'm like oh my god what's gonna happen you know um, you know like I was still married at the time right but I was receiving the information that I will be uh, getting divorced basically and I thought why am I gonna have like cancer and every every I'm gonna leave everybody I'm gonna die like you know I had these ideas my anxiety got to me right but that not that's not at all what it was and then the other thing that happened which is very peculiar was I used to watch the news all the time every morning you know I had my babies I breastfed my kids I sat on the couch and I watched the news right had my coffee and whatever and um and then suddenly one night I realized I was dreaming things that I would later on the next day or a couple of days later see on the news unfold. I'm like, this is crazy. I had the, a dream that exactly showed me something that was going to happen a couple of days later and they showed it on the news. And the, the weird thing was, is that didn't, they didn't show the whole story, right? Um, but I already knew what happened. And then a couple of days, like a, like a criminal thing, you know, like something that happened, somebody got murdered or whatever. Yeah. And then days or weeks later, they say, oh, this is what happened. I'm like, yeah, I know, like I dreamt about it, <laughs> you know, like I saw exactly what happened in my dream, you know. The news um, is getting boring now for news, you. <laughs> the news is like, holy cow, but to a point where like, even at the time, I'm like, but how can I use this ability to actually help people? Right. That was my question again at the time, because what's the point of dreaming things in advance if you can't step in and actually make a difference? That at least was my thought at the time. Right. Okay. I didn't know that sometimes it's not for us to step in and save right. other people. It's not. No. It's just that we sometimes get to observe things. And also um, I didn't realize, but as soon as I connect with people, also through screen, um, you know, you tune into their energy field, you tune into the energy field of the news channel. Yeah. And then when, when you're psychically going into that, um, if you're aware of it or not that you're doing it, you go down these paths that lead to this moment that will be shown a couple of days down the road on TV. And it's almost like you zoom into it, you open it up, you zoom into it, you open it up and you get more and more and more of that story. But I didn't know at the time that I was doing that or how I was doing that. Um, but it was very interesting. This was just the beginning. And I started to realize, like, there is more to me, mm -hmm. you know. And um, I stopped watching the news after that because I'm like, I don't want to constantly dream about murders and suicides and stuff, no. you know. <laughs> and war yeah. and all, like, I'm like, you know what? I got to cut this off. Yeah. And you know, and I just um, have been doing a little mini series about my own gifts and I forget, I forget to talk about my own gifts sometimes. And yeah. I had similar things in my awakening phase, whatever you want to call that, where I'd have prophetic dreams. And I, I think of it in, in this way. I love how you were like, how can I use this already? For me, I was just like, huh. It's like, here's what you are able, like, we this is what you can do and like what you said in the dream state you're more open to it you're less 
inhibited with the daily stuff and you're you can actually in embrace your gifts a little bit easier in that space and I agree with you there um but I love how you were like okay I can do this how can I use it for other people because it always I just thought it was like a thing at that time I just was like whoa you know mind blown (laughs) honestly it's like it's a mind blow it's a mind blow after a mind blow after like holy shit holy shit, what's going on here? <laughs> you know, like, oh my God, I can't tell anybody about this. <laughs> yeah, that will, yes. I mean, that was my big problem. <laughs> it was a long time ago, mine, but um, but yeah. So anyway, so now you are awakening and learning and remembering how often you were able to do this, right? Because you said you push it away for good reason. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's all good reasons why we suppress our gifts. Um, you know, so tell tell me more. Tell me more about what you discovered about, I mean, being psychic. What else came yeah. up for you? So anyways, that was just the beginning. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyways, like, I honestly, I, I wish, like, maybe one day I'm going to start writing a book really about all these things, because it's, it's quite interesting. Um, but I kept getting messages. And to be honest, like, I didn't trust myself yet at the time, really fully, you know, I had a lot of doubts in me, and insecurity. So I kept always asking for confirmation, you know, well, if this is true, then show me, you know, like, show me proof that this is real right and i will keep getting some kind of unfoldment later on like oh my god it is real and um eventually um i had information coming in and literally i was (laughs) i was at a bonfire with friends you know and had whatever a drink and suddenly a voice popped in my head saying you're ascending Whoa. And I'm like, what is ascension? What is that? What's ascension? What do you mean by that? Right? People are around me. I'm like, I'm the only one hearing this. <laughs> oh, no. Right? I'm like, they're just, you know, carrying on. Like the guys are carrying on. Like, you know how it is when they're drinking, but I a bonfire, right? Yeah. And, um, and I'm like, okay, what is ascension? And she's like, you're waking up. I'm like, what does that mean? Oh, just wait. <gasps> thank you you know like it was just hey hello by the way you're ascending you're waking up shit's gonna happen okay I'm gonna prepare you and then what happened next was I started hearing messages constantly in music tv you know it would something which is kind of like be highlighted and I would suddenly ping pay attention to it like um one song kept saying you're going to lose everything. You're losing everything. I'm like, what? What? Like losing everything? I was going through divorce. I was about to go through divorce, right? But anyway, this is how they reach you. If you're not fully open, that they, they come through songs, they come through symbols, the TV, um, suddenly, or, or even in your environment, something you can't take your eyes off. There's a message in there. Yeah. You know, or your dreams or whatever. And anyways, and then I, um, when I went through the whole thing, and divorce is never nice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I had nowhere to go. I had no place to go. I mean, I moved to Canada, 
I had no family here. Mm. I didn't, all my friends were mainly his friends. You know, people started picking sides, right? Yeah. And I was being gaslighted and triangulated. And of course, at this point, I'm like, what what the heck am I going to do? Where am I going to go? Right. And um, I went on a real estate website and I looked up like houses in yay price range in my area because I didn't want to go too far because of kids schooling. And there's a house that popped up and the image was like a deja vu. I knew I knew that house. I've seen it before. And as soon as you have a deja vu, it's often because you've seen it before. Yeah, in a right. vision from your past <laughs> you know what I mean if right. you have a vision in your past you may not remember you may not remember it but because sometimes these things come in so fast yeah. you know that we don't always consciously remember our visions exactly that only you can only remember it when you're awakened oh I love that because when you're awakened <laughs> you just gave me an aha because deja vu has already been seen in French yeah. and what you're about to describe I believe is a vision you had. I don't want to catch up, but I'm having an aha. So maybe we can come back to my aha after yeah. you tell the story. Yeah. <laughs> what can you say about deja vu? Because yeah. I believe there's different types of deja vu. Yeah. Okay. Right? Let's there's come back to the deja vu. <laughs> anyway, so anyways, I saw the house, and I'm you know, like, oh my God, that's the house, right? And then I called my friend, who's a real estate um, agent, and I said, let's go look at this house, right? And we looked at the house. It's the house I'm in right now. It's like over a hundred years old, right? Needs a lot of work, this and that, yada, yada. I'm like, well, he's like, Sabrina, I don't want you to buy the first house. You know, let's go look at some other houses. Exactly. Like, okay, then let's go look at the other houses. Of course, nothing was good enough, you know, and mm-hmm. everything was more expensive than this one. And I didn't have a whole lot of money like just enough for you know down payments and so I can live by myself and uh, with my kids and yeah eventually I came back to this house and uh, that's when my kids noticed all the angel stuff in it because I brought them with me and I'm like this is the house it's like I walked through the house and I had like I remember it's almost like I remembered the house from my past like I know I've seen this I know I've seen certain things in this house in my past somewhere like deja vu that I literally had probably hundreds of deja vus per day at that point you know and I knew that I was awakening and they were saying like just get yourself to safety get out of where you are move that's all they said and so this is why I see the angel house as my safety net as my place for (laughs) safety I mean even psychically you know because the thing is when we awaken psychically we're going to get attacked and this is something people aren't always aware of but you are opening up so fast you don't know what the hell you're doing right you've never really done a whole lot of protection or you don't know yeah you don't know what's going on and whatever (laughs) you have to be in a place that's safe for you I mean I have share oops all over my house so it's a fairly safe place <laughs> at least in my mind it was you know it gave me a sense of safety and security and, and uh, yeah go ahead yeah 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 and then yeah. eventually start to learn all these things on what you're supposed to do you learn about grounding you learn about you know protecting yourself calling in the angels and like yeah 
Uh, and it, it's a journey, right, to learn all these things. It's not from one day to the next. Now suddenly you're, you're, you know everything. I mean, awakening is just you're opening up, but the work afterwards, which we call sometimes shadow work, or yeah. working with your working through your subconscious, is important, right? Because all your fears and your unresolved stuff can really trigger you, make you fall. Yeah, um, especially in mediumship, because you're working with fairly low energies in mediumship. So if you haven't, if you're not knowing who you are, if you're not sure of yourself, uh, low entities, energies can trigger your insecurity. And right? they can, yeah. then that's when you're experiencing what we call a psychic attack. So, so it's really I, important. <laughs> like, thank you, Sabrina, for saying all of this stuff, because... Um, my awakening, my first one, cause I think we have a number of them, but the one that I can remember waking up, um, was in 1995 and I didn't have any of that stuff. And it's such a euphoric feeling, right? Like, look what I'm able to do. Yeah. So I love that you brought it up, especially the psychic part, because you're moving through different dimensions when you open not moving, but you know, you are reaching your energy into all these different realms. And because you don't know what you're doing, it's those things that are hanging around going, Oh, we got a new one guys. (laughs) Let's jump aboard, (laughs) which is what happened to me. It did happen to me. And I had, you know, I had no help, but, um, other than what society has in place, Mm -hmm. but I'm just, I really appreciate you saying that because I think it's very important there's a lot of people awakening right now mm-hmm. with a really a, a higher range of gifts. I've, you know, mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, whoa, extreme. Well, oh, yeah, yeah like big time. I've been observing it. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, uh, one of the things I received, one of the guidance points I received during um, my move and my awakening was. You know, because the thing is, I went to doctor because I had huge anxiety Mm. and I started taking anxiety medication because I didn't know what else to do do at the time. It just kind of kept me over, I guess. Um, But I knew it was not good for me. I didn't feel comfortable with it. I was questioning it. And And what I was receiving from my higher guidance was that um, you know, it's it's not a bad thing to do, but they were saying that eventually you have to come off. Yep. You can't you can't do both. You no. can't you can't do both. You have to come off that. You have to become um, find your inner strengths and become a sovereign being and be comfortable with who you are and your gifts and abilities and find ways to protect yourself. Because uh, I felt as soon as I was on medication, I felt numbed. Exactly. Exactly my problem. And I would end up taking myself off my medicine all the time because it's not who I am. Um, I'm not broken, right? We're not broken. We just are unlearned, you know, whatever you want to say. We just, these are great gifts, but there are things that should happen. Yep. They're greatly misunderstood. And yes, Mm -hmm. I feel so bad for people. Yeah. But it's on the other hand, I mean, it's, it's a learning path too. And I think when you start to ask for help, like from the spiritual side, you know, you have to go into your spirituality because the, the biggest downfall is when people, people don't have any spiritual beliefs. If they don't have any belief in somebody's there protecting me on a higher realm, 
you know, that is when they go look for other people, societies, doctors to help them. Well, and also society has also taught us to believe in intellect over intuition and all these other things. They've really made them apart from, let me just say Western civilization because, because it's not everywhere. And what I think is amazing in the last 25 years since I awakened, it's much more available in so many ways. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm grateful for that because anyway, I could go on about it again. But you know, Susan, this is exactly the reason why I speak about it. Me too. Right. This is why I said (laughs) yes to this interview. This is why, because I need to talk about this because at the time I was thinking to myself, like, oh boy, you know, like I have no help in that department. Like I went through all the stuff basically myself. There was some help, very little help and had to figure it all my, like figure it out mostly myself. Mm. And um, this is, if I wasn't who I was, I feel for many people in my situation, this would, would have been way too much. You know, this would have been way too much. You're going to kill yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is difficult. And um, this is the reason why I want to talk about it. And this is also why I write about it, you know, for this exact reason, because we have to help each other on this because there is nobody else out there. It's just us. And if we don't do this, if you don't do the, the woo thing and I don't do my thing, and I, if we don't talk about this openly um, comfortably, uh, nobody will ever be enlightened about what's really going on, you know? That ends part one of this interview. Sabrina and I had such a good time talking to one another that there'll be two halves to this episode. Come back next week to hear the second half. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Guided Rebooted. Were you thinking that maybe this could be you? Whether it was the subject matter or the person I was interviewing, maybe something in there sparked something in you and maybe you're ready to explore more about this side of you this secret hidden world of intuition psychic abilities spiritual awakenings if that's you if you're feeling that then i would love to invite you to take my quiz how woo are you this is a self-paced quiz that you evaluate And when you subscribe, you not only get the results of that quiz, but you get a full page of recommendations. And then in your inbox, I send you a customized meditation practice to strengthen and grow you to the next level of your own woo. (laughs) Now, just a little caveat statement here. I say woo lovingly to all of the things that make us woo, intuitive gifts and psychic abilities. So if you're ready to explore this side of you, then click on the link below, take the quiz, and subscribe. And what that gets you is into this whole wonderful world of these podcasts, for instance, tips, courses, and offers that I only give on this email list. I hope to meet you over there. Until next time.